This is Speaking of Writers on Capital Region Sunday. I'm Steve Richards. The Second World War exists in the American historical imagination as a time of unity and optimism. In 1942, however, after a series of defeats in the Pacific and the struggle to establish a beachhead on the European front, America seemed to be on the brink of defeat and was beginning to splinter from within. The book, The Year of Peril, America in 1942, the author is Tracy Campbell, exploring this precarious moment. Tracy Campbell paints a portrait of the deep social, economic, and political fault lines that pitted factions of citizens against each other in the post-Pearl Harbor era. Even as the nation mobilized, government-aided industrial infrastructure blossomed and parents sent their sons off to war. This captivating look at how American society responded to the greatest stress experienced since the Civil War reveals the various ways, both good and bad, that the trauma of 1942 forced Americans to redefine their relationship with democracy in ways that continue to affect us today. Tracy Campbell is professor of history at the University of Kentucky. His previous books include The Gateway Arch, a biography and deliver the vote, a history of election fraud and an American uh, political tradition, 1742 to 2004. Makes his home in Lexington, Kentucky. Happy to have Tracy Campbell join me now here on Speaking of Writers. Tracy, welcome to this program. Hi, Steve. Thanks for having me. So what gave you the idea to write this book on the, the year of peril, America in 1942? Well, I started this book in 2008 in the middle of the financial crisis as the country and the world was reeling from this this pending doom that seemed to be changing everything. And I, I remember those moments and those days of dread and fear, and I thought, what does history tell us about these moments? And as a 20th century American historian, I wanted to go back and look at, to me, one of the most fascinating moments, and that's those days and weeks and months following Pearl Harbor. So the book was born in the middle of a, of a crisis, and it's interesting that it's coming out in in another one, and it's kind of eerie on both ends. Yeah. T- chatting with uh, Tracy Campbell here on Speaking of Writers, his new book is The Year of Peril, America in 1942. So what's going on in 1942? What's the feeling in the country? Well, I think in the, the immediate aftermath of Pearl Harbor, there's a fear of what's next. Just like we experienced in 9-11, thinking where's the next attack going to occur. Throughout the country in December, January, and February, and March, there was the notion that the next attack will occur on either coast. There's going to be saboteurs that we're not ready for this war yet, and that the economy is not ready for the massive spending and so there is a great deal of dread, there's a great deal of anxiety, and we tend to read history backward, I think, and know how it's going to end. But when you're caught in the moment, 1942, particularly in the first few months, there is a feeling of real dread, trauma, and the notion that we're hearing from a lot of fronts is that this war may not go as well as we hope it will, that it could end in defeat or it could end in some kind of negotiated settlement. So... Everything, it seems to me, is really on the table, whether it's the global structure, the economic structure, the social and political structure, and that's why I thought it was such an interesting year to study. What was your research process like, Tracy, for this book? Well, I wanted to try and understand what the year felt like. So 
I did things like I read every day of the New York Times in order, every page. Um, not every word, not every story, but I would uh, approach every day's newspaper as I would a, a current day newspaper and look at the stories that interested me, turn the next page. Uh, I went through dozens of periodicals and newspapers like that to understand the 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 local situation and then went to dozens of archives really around the country and a few in I went to one in England to try and understand some of the the larger issues and so the research project is just an ongoing thing it's not something you finish and write up the results of it it's it's something it, it's kind of like being in a in a stream and the next thing you know you're in a river and it's taking you in places that you you never imagined as you were reading through those articles uh, in the New York Times, what surprised you the most? That, on one hand, that there was a fear of dread and of what could happen, but also that life went on. People went to movies. They, you know, went to sporting events. That there was also an attempt to try and maintain some kind of normal life, and so. In any day's paper, you might see a, a startling event that might make you stop, you know, stop and pause. And another thing, you might see that there was a park, there was a concert at the park the other night, and there'll be another one tonight. And so it's that kind of overlapping of the new, the almost revolutionary, as well as the usual and the ordinary. Chatting with Tracy Campbell here on Speaking of Writers. His new book is The Year of Peril, American 1942. What was the feeling towards FDR after Pearl Harbor now, moving into 1942? FDR had been elected three times. He was obviously the longest-serving president, and unless the Constitution has changed, he will be the longest-serving ever. Uh, and after Pearl Harbor, his popularity increased. At one point in the spring of 42, he had an 84% approval rating. But there was also some frustration with the administration. Uh, there was a notion that, you know, it took almost 11 months for an offensive against Hitler's forces to start. And every day as you're reading, you're thinking, you're seeing how people are trying to deal with this kind of anxiety. When are, when are we going to do something? And with the rationings, with the price controls, with what was essentially a planned economy, uh, FDR had his enemies. He had his critics, and he's, his party suffered a great deal in the off-year elections in '42, in which he almost lost uh, the party, almost lost control of the House. And there seemed to be a notion by the end of November that certainly he won't run for a fourth term. There'll have to be someone who will replace him. And I remember Time Magazine saying the only person who looks like they're in a position to beat Tom Dewey in 1944, is probably Supreme Court Justice William O. Douglas. Tracy, what would you like readers to take away from this book? That that, that democracy is a fragile thing. It, it, it relies on people coming together and not just thinking about themselves. What happened in 1942 was that the nation was really challenged to think in terms that they hadn't been really used to thinking of, and that was what Roosevelt called an equality of sacrifice, that we're all going to have to pay some kind of a price for, for 
maintaining democracy and that democracy was really at risk. He didn't refer to it as World War II at early on. He referred to it as the survival war. And so what I what drove me was a pretty simple notion that in order to see a person or a society or anything in between really in its truest light, you'll see you'll see that happen when you place that society or that person under its greatest stress, when its survival is on the line. And in 1942, we came together in some ways, but yet also a lot of those underlying racial and ethnic and gender lines really came to the surface in some really, really awful ways. Tracy Campbell, the book, The Year of Peril, America in 1942. Tracy, what is next for you in your writing? Well, right now I'm teaching a class on the history of misinformation, which you know, is, has been around for a long time. It was certainly there in the 1940s. Uh, one of the surprising things I found in doing the 1942 book was how the federal government initiated something called a war rumor project in which it listened in on bartenders and taxi drivers and hairstylists to see what are people actually saying to each other, what are the rumors that are out there, so that we can hopefully be out there in front of them to, in order to stop them. And so uh, it's. I think it's essential that we, as we're starting to see today, that we have the best and most reliable information. And the history of misinformation is one that uh, is, has been around for a long time. So that might be one of them, and continuing in the Second World War might be another one. I'm not quite sure yet. The book out now from Tracy Campbell is The Year of Peril, America in 1942 on uh, Yale University Press. Tracy, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. And this is Speaking of Writers, and that is Capital Region Sunday, a production of Town Square Media Albany for this week. Thank you for listening. We'll be back again next week with another edition. I'm Steve Richards.